Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. AXNO. Tom Brady has once again announced his retirement. This time he says it's for good. Of course, the star quarterback retired at this time last year before changing his mind. In 23 seasons, Brady won seven Super Bowls and three league MVPs. He's the all-time leader in passing yards and touchdowns. He'll now move on to a career as an analyst for Fox Sports. College hoops tonight. The 12th-ranked Iowa State women visits Kansas State. Cyclones tied for first in the Big 12. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio with amazing slow smoke wings and world famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller, we take you here uh, up until 1 o'clock, bottom of the hour. We will catch up with our friend uh, David Kaplan from Chicago. The latest with Cap coming up here at about 12.30. Look forward to catching up with Cappy. Working on Jess Settles, who did the game last night. Hopefully he'll have some time to uh, reach out to us. Uh, confirmed with him this morning he was good to go, so something apparently came up. But I'm sure if he gets an opportunity, he'll give us a ring back. He's a busy guy. He uh, not just does Big Ten Network games. He does Mountain West games. I uh, heard him on the call. Yeah, uh, FS1, right? Does I he think not? That, yeah, and would guess with the BTN mm-hmm. partnership with Fox, that's probably where the relationship started there. And Jess was uh, one of my first ever jerseys. Really? I, I uh, For my birthday one Who year. Who was your first? My first was Walter Payton. Okay. Got that very early. Yeah. You know, remember the old Hutch football set that you got that had the helmet no. and the jersey and the pants? You didn't get one of those for Kale? Did no, you get him a Vikings so. one, anything like that, or try to get him an Elway one to try to I had sway a Randy Moss jersey. Okay. Well, this is, you got the helmet, you got the jersey, and you got the pants. Single face with. mask? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. got to have It one. was absolutely beautiful. So, Walter <laughs> Payton, but I got for my birthday one year a Jess Settles jersey, and a Corliss Williamson, wow. Arkansas jersey. Love the Hogs back in the day. Wow. Scotty Thurman and company. What year did they win the championship? 94? I was going to say 93, 94, yeah. yeah. I was gonna, one of those two years. I actually watched it in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh, really? I was there on a You trip. and Bill Clinton? No. No, no. I was by myself. Okay. Um, and I was recruiting horses. Or What was I doing? I was just recruiting horses. Yeah. To come to uh That was part of your gig, Denver. too? Uh-huh. Recruiting horses. Well, I go to, I go to fly around. Uh, I did it here too. Uh-huh. Tried to get stables to spend the summer in Altoona, or when I was in Denver, spend the summer in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go to Phoenix. Oh, I've been all over the country doing that. Really? Yep. Winter you know, there's months. so many parts of your old gig that I just don't know. Well, even your other current gig, I don't even know what you do half the time. <laughs> but I, I know you have something else. It just. It is so far out of my realm of understanding, and yeah. the, the horse business is such a 
it's just weird for me. I just I don't know it. I, I know, right? I mean, that's this is why I'm in Des Moines is because Prairie Meadows called me mm-hmm. and offered me a chance to audition in 1989, and I flew down here. You flew down from Winnipeg. Flew down. I got up. I, I had to. It was a Monday night. I was doing it. I um, had to catch an early flight. Got picked up at the airport. I, the thing that I remembered the most, the first trip I was here, was just the weird route to and from the airport to get to 235. Yeah. There were so many circles around and stuff, and now it's so easy, right? Um, I stayed at Adventureland Inn. Okay. They put me up. They spared yeah. no expense at Adventureland Inn. I called the races, and um, as I was walking out, I was told to come down and talk to them and offered me the job, and the rest is history. I was going to come to Des Moines and stay here for couple of years and had the Kentucky and called the Kentucky Derby. But uh, Des Moines gets to you. Really does. In a, in a good way. In a good way. All right. Just settles. Uh, he did the game last night. Uh, he joins us as we uh, talk. Uh, take a look back at that. And then obviously to the Chris Street documentary that aired on Big Ten Network. Uh, Jess, uh, Trent Condon, this is Ken Miller. Good to talk to you again, Jess Settles. How have you been? A long time. Man, it's been too long. You sound the same, buddy. Hope everything's well. And, uh, Appreciate catching up. With now, good to catch up with you as well. You know, before we get into the game last night, and it was, uh, you know, a lot of angles we want to go there with you. Um, the Chris Street documentary, Ed, for the second time. Trent watched it again after the game last night. I'd, I'd seen it. I guess my first take was, boy, oh, boy, this was really well done. I'm not sure who the who did it behind the scenes production-wise. Uh, whoever does deserves some kind of award for the work that they did. Boy, it was good. It really was, Jess. Yeah, I appreciate that. I will let them know that you said that. Uh, Bill Friedman is the uh, final decision maker on the cuts and uh, poured his heart into it. And then Matt Engel uh, produced the movie, or excuse me, the documentary. He spent a couple months in the state of Iowa talking to so many of us, getting to know the local people, really really becoming a, a native Iowan for a few months just to try to uh, live here and feel the impact of Chris Street 30 years later and it's really a fascinating story how kids like Jordan Bohanna and Peyton Stanford, uh, Chris and Keegan Murray, who weren't even born, mm. you know, 30 years ago when we all went through the tragedy, they 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 literally feel like they know Chris Street, and that's that's remarkable that they've heard the stories passed down from guys like you, from their parents, from Iowa fans, uh, people at the coffee shop, and they grow up wanting to be like 40, wanting to represent him. They see the plaque outside the locker room. So I, I agree with you. I don't understand that side of the business, but I hope that they are awarded, rewarded, recognized for a phenomenal piece when I believe they had over 100 hours of interviews mm. and they had to cut that down to one hour. So you just tip your hat. Yeah, absolutely do. And, it, and so impactful. Somebody like me and you, Jess, growing up here in the state, just how important Iowa basketball was at that time and what it meant to, and to lose one of our own in that fashion. And here we are 30 years later, still talking about him. I'm teaching my kids about him. It's just something that I, I think is going to continue on for generations and generations. And isn't it time I saw this on Twitter last night? Don't we need Chris Street Court? Mm. Wouldn't that be a little bit better than a corporate sponsorship? You know what? That's the first I've ever heard that, and, and that's why I appreciate you. And um, yeah, I really like that idea. I, I really do. It's. Uh, I was talking to Alex Bursey, uh one of my bosses at the Big Ten Network, and he uh, obviously he's a New York guy. Didn't know Chris Street, but he he's just 
he's just stunned at the impact. He he can't he couldn't believe that a Jordan Bohannon would intentionally miss that free throw. He, he you know it's it's hard to process that you know guys like you and me and and every one of your listeners would talk to their kids about Chris Street. My my daughter Gemma and a few of her friends came over to the game last night with me, and they wanted to experience Chris Street night. Now, how could that be, right? <laughs> she knows I was friends with him, but she doesn't. She's never seen him play. She's only seen a few pictures of him on Twitter. Uh, how, how could it be that Mike and Patty Street are still welcome mm-hmm. and play such a huge role in the lives of so many players? How could it be that you know Fred Hoiberg has such still has a genuine love for the Street family, and Iowa State will still honor him? Yeah, I I would I would not disagree with that at all. I know I'm always uh, it's always head scratching to me, and I know there's a bureaucracy. Uh, at these universities, and when it comes to retired numbers and statues, and all, I, I know that I, I know there are complications with that. And if you do it for one, do you do it for the other? All that, but he is a national iconic name in the state of Iowa, obviously because of his character and and because of the tragic death. There's no getting around that. That would be really awesome. I I I was on. I talked to Gary Close last night. Hmm. He recruited both of us. And we sat courtside last night uh, doing a little uh, radio uh, podcast, something, and you know it felt like we were the only two in the gym. And nice. we just look around the gym and we just think about Chris Three. It's just what you think about when you're in there. I like that idea. I appreciate that. Uh, and not lost to anybody. The fact that uh, Northwestern happened to be there last night. And oh, by the way, Chris Collins is their head coach. And boy, did he have some nice things to say after the game. Did you happen to hear? I did not happen to hear, but I've been friends with him for a long time. And I spent 45 minutes with him that morning. Um, I didn't realize that Chris Collins had never met Mike and Patty. And so before the game, Gary took the Street family back to meet Chris. And, you know, you can just imagine Chris Collins is he's one of the handful of guys where we thought we had him at Iowa. And I thought yep. I would be a teammate of his. And, and it's just, you know, we regret that. And we, we laugh about it now. And, and he obviously going to Duke, it, that wasn't a bad decision. But uh, he's just so well-spoken, right, and he's been through the highs and lows, and his dad coached Michael Jordan, and uh, no, it doesn't surprise me. He he was coming to Iowa, and uh, Coach K came in at the last second, and I believe literally was sitting in his uh, math class or whatever when he got back from his Iowa oh, wow. to try to close him. And <laughs> So, you know, that that's just how that works. But no, uh, the, the entire league, you know, Fred Hoiberg, uh, did a wonderful job on the tape. Tom Izzo, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Painter, Paul Lusk, it's it goes on and on, the connections with Chris Street. It's just fascinating. So we will never forget, Chris, but we will transition to right now. And as long as I got a microphone in front of me, it's a story that I'll be telling every January to anybody out there that is listening because it's so impactful for me and so many people here across the street. But last night, look for a while there in the first half. Oh, boy, this is not the honoring that you want on Chris Street mm-hmm. night. But Iowa comes back at the end of the first half. Peyton Sanford hits the three at the horn to send him up tied into the locker room. And then those final eight, nine minutes of the game, just everything going the Hawkeyes' way. It goes with anybody. Look, a basketball team makes shots, Jess. Yeah, you're going to look good. But when this offense is humming, to do it back-to-back against two of the best defenses in Rutgers and Northwestern, this offense is really humming right now for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, no question. I, I think the magic number, and I think I said it on the air last night, I think they're 9-1 and one right now whenever they hit nine threes or more. Hmm. And they're very capable of that. They, they started out the year 0-3, lost to Nebraska, but they were shooting 25-26% from three, and they had open shots. And then you get through the grind of the Big Ten, 
and they're shooting at about 33 34%, and that's just not good enough for that team. They get good looks. Everybody on the court passes it well. That motion offense is really difficult to scout. Everybody out there can shoot it, but they weren't hitting. And now over the last four or five games, they're up around 45 50%, 50% from the three last night in the game, and, and there's just really no answer for it. And there almost needs to we, we need to come up with, I don't know if it's the Hawkeye surge or, or what happens around that seven, eight-minute mark, but it happened against Indiana at home. It happened against Rutgers a couple times. Last night it happened again. Those are all good, competitive Big Ten games. And then these Hawkeye kids, they just have fresher legs, and they, uh, they, they start beating you down in that, in that little surge, and it's been impressive. Really has, and this is a good Northwestern team they beat last night. We had Wade Looking Bill on yesterday, and he thought that, you know, in his opinion, Bowie and Ottage are as good as Adige, as good as any pair of guards in the conference. And man, they certainly looked like Looking Bill was a hundred percent right on that last night. This is a good Northwestern team that I will pull away convincingly from. Yeah, the I believe they're the only two teammates in the league who are averaging fifteen points or more. Their shot selection is a lot better this year. Boo Booey, fourth in the league in assists. Uh, they know their roles. They're a lot tougher. Their defense is nationally ranked. And yet, this is where we, uh, you know, as analysts, as coaches, we sometimes say the analytics get in, in, the, in, the, in the way of reality. Um, sometimes you overthink all those numbers. The, the fact of the matter is, yes, Rutgers hold teams, holds teams to 57 points per game, and Northwestern is 61 points per game. Now, in conference play, I think that jumped up to about 68. But you have to come into Carver-Hawkeye, and you're going to have to score 70-some points yourself because Iowa's going to hang 80 or 90 on you most nights. So that's great that you can hold some teams in the 50s and 60s, but you're playing against the Hawkeyes who are number one in the league in pace of play. They shoot the ball quicker than anybody else. They have so many interchangeable parts. So you look at those things, and yeah, as an analyst, you sell it, and you praise a great defensive team. But what are you going to do about Chris Murray and Peyton Sanford and Connor McCaffrey and Patrick McCaffrey and Robracha when they're all hitting? You throw those things out the window. You just have to try to slow them down. And most nights teams can't, even at Michigan State, you know, within the Iowa locker room, they feel like they let that one slip away. They outplayed Michigan State and just didn't make the plays down the stretch as the Spartans did. This team uh, right now analytically a 69.3% chance of making the NCAA tournament. The one big hang-up for Hawkeye fans with Fran McCaffrey is getting to the Sweet 16. Of course, Jess, you played on the final Sweet 16 team in your final year with Dr. Tom there. Dean Oliver with a beautiful pass to beat Arkansas, uh, getting you guys into the Sweet 16. <laughs> Jess, what is it about this team that can get there, that can break through? What do you like about this team? And still, what kind of leaves you a little bit concerned of breaking through and getting to the second weekend? Yeah, you're asking me a very difficult question, um, I, even in general with the, the Big Ten overall, right? It's been a struggle the last couple of years. The big dominant inside players, Luca Garza, Kofi Coburn, Amori, Hunter Dickinson, all, it just hasn't translated to deep runs in the big, in the big dance. So that, I think that's what was so disappointing and discouraging about last year's Iowa team. About this time last year when Tony Perkins joined the starting lineup, they just started woodshedding everybody. Mm-hmm. Keegan Murray became the best player in the country. Jordan Bohannon was hitting threes from half court. <laughs> they were going on the road. They're winning by 20. They're up by 30. So I think nationally so many teams, so many analysts had them going to the Final Four because everybody thought, okay, they're smaller, they're quicker. Rebracha and Keegan Murray can guard one through four, one through five. They can shoot the three. 
and then to go into that first round and you know lose to a team Iowa should have beaten by 25, it just kind of took the wind out of the sail. So what's different this year? I'm not sure. Um, this is a team that can really shoot the ball. Rabracha has definitely taken the next step. You just have to give him yep. and that staff a ton of credit. I mean, you talk about a kid who plays like Chris Street did. You know, just a little undersized, very emotional, tough, physical guy. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm spinning your, your question. I have no idea what makes it different. Uh, the idea that they're not going to even have, you know, that they have to win a lot more games to get in blows my mind. The same with Northwestern. I, all of this net ranking, <laughs> all of these analytics, I, I don't even, I, if I was in charge, I would do it completely differently, but, you know, that's why I'm sitting in my truck right now talking to you guys. <laughs> my last thing for you, Justin, we certainly appreciate catching up with you again. Purdue right now is uh, the runaway team to beat uh, in the Big Ten. I don't know who's next. Uh, I really don't. I mean, the Illinois is playing well. The Hawks will see them on Saturday. Rutgers looks like they belong in the conversation. Hawks swept the pair from them. Northwestern is better than anybody thought. Indiana, we watch them any given night. And then there's Iowa kind of hanging around. Uh, ultimately, uh, when it's all said and done, who do you think is going to be there as far as you know the team looking up at Purdue, but closest to them? You, you know what, fellas, with this uh, with this twenty game schedule now, we have all kinds of uh, what do you call it unbalanced scheduling. I, I think I, I think Wisconsin, a team like that, you can look this up or your listeners can. I don't think they play at Michigan State. I'm not sure they play at Purdue, and I don't think they even or even play one of the other top teams more than once. So. I don't have all of those schedules mm, yep. in front of me to predict this because it's not a it's not a fair schedule, right? You don't play everybody twice. You don't get the revenge games, which the revenge games in the Big Ten are by far the best games I ever played in, I've ever analyzed. There's nothing like trying to get revenge against a team that played against you. I I'm bullish on the Hawkeyes. I I think most nights at home, neutral court, that they are going to be very difficult to stop. And they swept Rutgers, you know, Northwestern, like you mentioned, elite defensively, no problems with Northwestern in the second half. With the depth that they, I think Tony Perkins can play better. Ulyss is emerging. Chris Murray just took down Adij and McConnell, who are the two top defensive players in, in the I, I'm bullish on the Hawkeyes. That being said, if they, you know, if they're four for 20 from three, they're not going to win. But uh, there are about five or six teams that will be right in it. That big 10 tournament, Ugh. as we say every year, but. Whoa, that's, I mean, nobody's afraid of Purdue. I mean, on a neutral court, nobody's afraid of them. So it's going to be wide open. Good to catch up with you, Jess Settles. Thank you for doing this. Really appreciate it. All right, stay warm, everybody. Yeah, you guys. Good to hear from you. Jess Settles uh, did the color last night uh, of the uh, Northwestern game. I forgot to mention this to him. I, Mike Mahon sent me a text. I guess he's got an Iowa State game. Uh, oh, really? Settles does, yeah. Uh, Okie State at Iowa State, uh, February 11th. Jess will be in the analyst's chair for that one on ESPN or one of the ESPN channels. That Arkansas-Iowa game, 1999. Sheesh. A long, long time ago. Yeah. And then the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. they played UConn as tough as they could mm-hmm. have to in that game. And if they would have played most anybody else. Where was that? Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. Because I had some buddies, uh, the spring break, that was my freshman year in Iowa, mm-hmm. and that didn't fly down because I just found out. Right. <laughs> well, we're going to drive down. Yeah. We're going to make that work there. So I just watched it at 1A Jake's with a couple of people that weren't on spring break at the time. Didn't have the money to go on spring break. So stayed there, watched it, and 
they played so well. Rip Hamilton, Glenn Alamine, that team was loaded. Yes, they were. Yes, they were pretty well coached, too. What a run that was. Yeah. Another one of those runs. The Iowa program needs that. It's, I don't think it's exactly fair. That but, he's judged that way, you mean, McCaffrey? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Dr. Tom, mm-hmm. after the roster that he inherited, he only made one. Mm-hmm. It was in his last year. Right. It's it's difficult. And I but they had him last year. Oh, yeah, that was come on. That was it. Richmond stunk. Yes. Providence was a fraud. Absolutely. And you lose. And you get clobbered in the very right from the jump. It's uh time for another thousand dollar uh slam dunk here on Cakes and O. Cakesano.com right now. Once you get there, you'll find the pop-up box. And once you do, you can insert the word money, money in the pop-up box at kxno.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Murph and Andy have another couple of chances uh, coming up here. Well, their next one is in an hour. Of course, Heather and Sean, 3 to 6. KXNO Drive has a number of them as well. We will head to Chicago when we come back. David Kaplan, his weekly spot, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cap. It's next. We're Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.8. For my heart radio, no big game celebration is complete without a game of squares. Circus Sports Iowa now offers Circus Squares bets. Everyone who has played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers. With Circus Squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, choose your square and choose which numbers you get. With a minimum bet of $1 and a maximum payout of $100,000, it's easier than ever. Download the Circus Sports app today to place your Circus Squares bets. For more information, visit CircusSports.com. Must be 21 or older and present in Iowa to wager. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call or visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing. One football game left, unfortunately. That means it's time to talk NBA and bringing the action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. And plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every single day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. And I got one here for tonight's Golden State against Minnesota. Yes. I got Warriors on the money line. I got Wiggins over 12 and a half points. Devon, what kind uh, of years he having? Okay. Okay. He's been banged up a lot. DiVincenzo, just make a three-pointer. Draymond Green, have one block. And over three and a half assists for D'Angelo Russell. Plus 450. And you know what? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't hit, get your money back. I get my money back. Not too bad. Download the app right now and sign up with code KXNO. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA. You'll get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code KXNO. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. Opt-in required. One free bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-8. Let's ride. Come on. Oh, baby, don't you want to go? 
Hoffman, Kaplan. Welcome back. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors. Hello, Capper Trent. Ken, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. So, Super Bowl set. We'll start there with it. Um, right two teams playing for it. Do you have an opinion this far out? Well, I was at the game. At you know Arrowhead. what? I saw you at Arrowhead. What? How did you? What took you there? I guess. So the CEO of my wife's company of Lou Malnati's Pizza, Mike Archer, and his wife Lori are diehard Chiefs fans because he was the CEO of Applebee's. So he bought tickets twenty years ago. He's been a season ticket holder through the good and the bad. So he said to us, hey, if they make the AFC title game and the Buffalo Bills lose, will you guys go with us? And I'm like, Arrowhead, AFC title game? Yes. And so as soon as Buffalo lost to Cincinnati, he was calling. We're in. Book your flights. So we flew uh, Chicago, Kansas City. He has great seats. And we had a freaking great weekend. And I got to tell you, I've been to a lot of cool <laughs> venues. Arrowhead is amazing. Super loud, incredibly impressive, and an old Tailgating. building on top of it. Yes, it's, it's got it all. The huge open area out there, a real fun one. So you've seen a lot of stadiums. And when you look towards the future and what's going to be built in Chicago, ultimately in Arlington Park, what, what do you envision? How, how does it look like the new Bears Stadium? Well, I think it's Arrowhead, except it's got a dome on it. Um, you know, all the people, I've had a bunch of buddies, oh, football's meant to be outside yep. where the men are. You know what? Hmm. I had a great time. It was really freaking cold. Yep. I mean, it was, wind chill was two at kickoff. There's nothing enjoyable about sitting out in two-degree weather. I had a great time. I did. I had hand warmers I bought on Amazon. I had my gloves on. I had my hat on. I was good. But if you told me I could leave the coat in the car, it's 72 inside, and I walk inside, oh, my God, sign me up. So, But their tailgating experience, we didn't tailgate, but I got to watch it. It's acres and acres mm-hmm. of cars. And Saturday, we're in the hotel before dinner, and it's, I don't know, 4.30, the news is on. And they said, this is live from Arrowhead right now. Saturday. The game was Sunday at 5.30. This was Saturday afternoon. There were well over a thousand cars in line so that they could be in the tailgate, and they opened the tailgating gates at 1 o'clock Sunday. Did you you bet the Chiefs before you left Illinois knowing your app wouldn't work when you landed? (laughs) And and who do you like this, uh, or next week rather? Do you have an opinion? So I sat at the airport. Our flight was at 7. Seven? No, nine. Sorry. Our flight was at nine. We left the house at seven. I sat there at the gate. My wife's trying to talk to me. I'm like, hon, I can't gamble when I get to Missouri. Right. Dumb idiotic state. Why you would not allow sports gambling when you know there's bookies throughout these states mm-hmm. taking in bets, but whatever. So I'm there. All right, let me have this. Let me. Have, and I bet the Chiefs money line just to win the game. It would have covered anyway because I think the point spread was one and a half Kansas City at kick, and they won by three. But, yes, I did have them. I had a Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown, and I had my other touchdown play was uh, Kadarius Toney. I thought he caught the first touchdown literally right in front of me, and I'm going nuts. 
and they overturn it. <laughs> yeah, <No>. yeah. <laughs> but and it was it the right call, it. right call, right call. No doubt about it. Well, good stuff. Hopefully, it's a good game. I certainly think it's uh, it's going to be. Anything else on that game, Trent? Uh, so let me let me go here with you, Cap, just because. Um, uh, you know, growing up in Winnipeg, right? The Bobby Hull changed uh, Winnipeg forever when uh, when he came there and made them an NHL city. Uh, and as a kid growing up, this is one of your idols, and it's a golden jet, and he shoots at 100 miles an hour, and nobody shoots like that. He's got a curved hockey stick, so little Ken's got a curved hockey stick uh, because one of his idols, Bobby Hull, does. Uh, again, put uh, hockey on the map in Winnipeg, and then you find out about the guy. He's not a good guy, Cap. Um with uh, his poor wife Joanne, he beat the living tar out of her. What's his legacy in Chicago? How is he? How will he be remembered in Chicago? Amongst, I'm sure, a lot of guys my age that grew up, uh, you know, going to the old stadium and and watching Bobby Hull uh, win a Stanley Cup in what sixty one or sixty two, and then uh, you know leave eventually before becoming an ambassador. What's his legacy like in Chicago? So that's a Great question, because you're talking to someone who loved Bobby Hull as a player, didn't know anything about the allegations when I was a kid, and then he leaves the organization. He's estranged from them. They bring him back, and the place goes nuts. And people had already known these allegations, but when they brought him back in 2009, 10, whatever it was, 2008, people went nuts, and he was the most accessible superstar yeah, he was. for autographs. Yep. Because I had Dennis Hall on one day, his brother mm-hmm. who played for the Hawks. Number ten. And he said, I told I told Bobby, your autograph isn't going to be worth anything. And he said, I'm in the Hall of Fame. Why not? He said, because everybody has one. Mm. He, he signed for everybody. And then he sat down and did an in-depth, almost two-hour interview with me where I had him in tears. In tears, he was crying talking about his mistakes and talking about mm. you know just different things in his life. And we won the Illinois Silver Dome Award as Program of the Year. So I have all these memories, and he treated me and my family very, very well. So it's complicated because his legacy is amazing hockey player, tried to make amends later in life for his mistakes, but will always be remembered some horrific things he did wasn't a good father wasn't a good husband like he's got a lot of things that he regrets and he tried to i won't say make amends he tried to conduct himself in a much better manner his last you know 15 years of his life when he was in the public eye again but yeah i mean his legacy is incredible hockey player really bad human The month ended for the Bulls the same way it started, with a blown double-digit lead (laughs) to the Clippers. You know, I I don't watch a ton of Bulls basketball, but when I do, they just seem like a dumb team at times. Just uh, There has been so many questionable things that have popped up. This has got to be for somebody like you, Cappy, that watches them game in and game out. Are they infuriating to watch? They are infuriating to watch because last night, like I, you know me, I love my Chicago team. Mm-hmm. I literally watching that game. They're nineteen up, I think, maybe twenty. I think it was nineteen. They're up by nineteen points. I turned to my wife and I said, "I should live bet the Clippers right now." <laughs> and I didn't. I felt like it'd be disloyal to my team. It was stupid because they did come back and win. But 
This is not a well-constructed team. I like Billy very much as the coach. I do. Is he perfect? No. But this falls at the feet of Arturis Karnaschowicz and Mark Eversley, and they are invisible. You don't hear from these dudes. Nothing. I can promise you, if Theo Epstein was running that team or Jed Hoyer, as bad as it has gotten for those guys at times, I have called Jed. I need you to come on. And he does, and he answers every tough question. Never hides. Never. These guys, invisible. They make Ryan Pace look accessible. So, yeah, it's too bad. Uh, cap numbers gone up. The uh, Bears going. We're going to go into the off season with more cap space than anybody. They still do, and they've got more of it. Cap's going to be really interesting. Will they? Will they spend to the limit this year? Because you take a look at the uh, the, the potential free agents out there. It's not the year to have as much cap space as anybody. Seemingly, not that there's not good players out there. How are they going to handle it? Uh, I don't think he's going to spend to the limit because he knows. If Justin has a really good year next year, extension talk is going to start, and that's big money. So he's going to pounce. Deron Payne wants to come play D-tackle here. I think he'll make a sizable offer. I think he'll try to upgrade his offensive line, but I don't think he's going to spend the 90-whatever million that the Bears have available in cap space, which is $40 million more than the Falcons, who are I think are number two. And I think the Bengals are in the top five. So there's going to be competition for certain guys. I would think Cincinnati's going to want to run stuff. Well, if you're Deron Payne, unless the money is so dramatically different, why are you picking the Bears at 3-14 and 14 if you could pick the Bengals? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe he has a deep love for coming to Chicago. There's people here now, hey, can we get Khalil Mack back if he gets – released by the Chargers in a salary dump, why would Khalil Mack, A, want to come back here? And I'm a Bears guy. He's closer to the end than the beginning. Mm -hmm. He's not going to win here in the foreseeable future. Doesn't he want to win a Super Bowl? So, and I don't know if I want a 33-year-old pass rusher back here. So we'll see. Lot going to be out there, Cap. Offensive line needs to be fixed. You need weapons on the outside. David Montgomery, is there any chance at all that they would re-sign him? Yo, definitely. Okay. They're gonna this is a team that's always gonna try and run the football under this regime. They believe you gotta run the football. So yeah. Now if David Montgomery wants fourteen million dollars a year, he's not gonna get it here. But he tweeted the other day and he's one of the really, really good yep. people in Chicago sports. And I'm not just saying that. David Montgomery is a wonderful human. And he said, amazing, all these people think they know my contract status. They haven't talked to me. Sounds to me like, pay me a fair deal, but I want to be here. And if that's the case, sign me up. I win with more guys like David Montgomery. Hmm. Get you out of here on this cap. Um, Chip Carey uh, in the division with the Cardinals, following his grandpa. Of course, Harry was there for so long with the uh, with the Cardinals. I know that they are your most despised team out there. Uh, selfishly, it'll be good that Trent and I, we both don't like, uh, didn't, had trouble listening to Dan McLaughlin uh, call games. Your thoughts on Chip Carey going to the Cardinals? Well, Dan was my partner on TV for a decade. I like Dan very much. I can't defend what he did. and It's obviously an illness. I hope he gets the treatment that he needs i texted him the other day and just said 
hey, man, get healthy. Get yep, healthy. Yep. So uh, I love Chip. Chip's a dear friend of mine. Chip was at my wedding, and I am thrilled for Chip that he got this opportunity. If he's feeling like this is the right step at the right time for his career, good for Chip Carey because he's a really good guy. So are you, Cap. Thank you for doing this, my friend. We'll talk to you uh, in a week, or I will. Trent will be gone, but uh, I will uh, catch up with you this time next week. Thank you, Cap. Have a good week. I look forward to it. Have a great one. Yep. See you, buddy. David Kaplan uh, from ESPN 1000, Centurion Stone of Iowa, sponsors our friend uh, David Kaplan. If you're in the market, interior, exterior project requires some stonework, uh, look no further than Centurion Stone, any size, so many co- different color and pattern combinations, centurionstoneofiowa.com. Good stuff out of Cappy. Matt Campbell, apparently, uh, according to Travis Hines, who was a part of that press conference, is bound and determined to have a spring game this year. Wow! Yeah. Now they'll keep it under wraps. Of course. Won't let anybody in. <laughs> Maybe a few media people well, can sneak in there. No, if they're going to do it, they're going to let some fans in, I would assume. But boy, oh boy, he's guarded. Yes, he is. And that schedule, oof, that is a bear, man. That's I think we had the bear. number right. Four and a half. I think right now you would set it at that, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. All right. So it's uh, 12.45, Murph and Andy, 15 minutes away. Of course, the KXN will drive today from 3 to 6. But next, Trent's plays of the day. How did yesterday go? Sputter wheels. Mm-hmm. And just Not lost. your best week overall. No. we're uh, After the hot, real run that we've had, we're starting to come back to the pack a little bit. But we couldn't keep it going. It was, <laughs> it was unsustainable. It was crazy. I was hitting, what, 64%. I was up. 40 units one month, 30 month uh, units another. Yeah, it's unsustainable. Unsta- but we'll keep looking. We're searching under rocks. I got a lot of whack for you tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yes, we got the MVC game with you and I, Drake. That is involved in there. How about some Eight Patriot League? Tip. Purdue, Penn State. All That's part of the That's 5.30 tonight, it too, by is. the way. Love that. What's that line? What's that number? Ten and a half. Boy, Purdue, they're just so much better than anybody they else are. in that conference, I think. Edie is so he has taken that final step. Mm-hmm. He's unguardable at this point. He is. Um, I've got them at thirty to one. Ooh, wow! Yeah, we'll see. I'm glad, <laughs> that's a good one. I had a lot of a uh, lot of uh, moments throughout the football season, baseball season, feeling pretty good about where I'm at and where am I at now, <laughs> clobbered. Uh, it's time for our last uh, spot break. We'll do that. We'll come back. Trans play the day. Circus Sports sponsors. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. KXNO. Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roofing. You get your pocket. No big game celebration is complete without a game of squares. Circus Sports Iowa now offers Circus Squares bets. Everyone who has played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers. With Circus Squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, choose your square and choose which numbers you get. With a minimum bet of $1 and a maximum payout of $100,000, it's easier than ever. Download the Circus Sports app today to place your Circus Squares bets. For more information, visit CircusSports.com. Must be 21 older and present in Iowa to wager. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call or visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. 
All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Well, I'm just looking at our tweet from our Miller and Condon show Twitter account. Derek Dukes, you retweeted it. Mm-hmm. The four Big 12 stadium, which ones you want to visit first? Picture of each of them. Well, they're pretty, I mean, especially Provo. I told you. Oh, my God. That's pretty nice. It is a thing of beauty. Looking for a road trip this year, Cyclone fans? I saw a few people hoping that the Bengals have a home game the Ooh, same weekend that, that they go there. Yeah. Um, depending on, obviously, who you're a fan of, but mm-hmm. or just to catch a pro game and see Joe Burrow in action. Or, Trent, you never know. The Cincinnati Reds may be in the throw of the Major League Baseball. Knock it no, off. this is in the mid-70s, after all, is it? <laughs> it's been a long time. Or the early 90s. Early 90s. They won in 90, did they, they did. not? Yes. The A's. Uh, four straight. Four straight. Good all thing right, I was get... not gambling back then, because oh, I lost a you. lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't have been alone. This thing was a cinch. Whew. It's not even going to be a good series. Well, at least you had that part right. Uh, who do you like tonight? Uh, we're going with the annuity. Remember a couple years back where Alabama first halves were annuities and they yes. just would cash? Yeah, I do. You know who that is? And it's a terrible basketball team. It's Georgetown. They have been really? covering first half of games, I think something like 80% of the time here over the last month and a half. They've been great. And then they fall apart in the second half. Oh, we'll jump aboard again as Creighton comes to town. Give me Georgetown in the first half plus seven and a half. I'm grabbing Penn State against Purdue. You know I can't quit this Nittany Lion team. I have a man crush on Pickett. I can't get over it. I'm going to grab it again. Give me Penn State plus the 10 and a half. couple of small school, uh, small league games here. New Hampshire minus the two. We got Lafayette plus one and a half tonight. Uh, in the WAC, we got Southern Utah. They're getting two and a half. And Abilene Christian against Seattle. I've been on Seattle a lot this year. Their offense has hit the skids. We're going to go Abilene Christian in that one. Then some games that people actually know about in the MVC. Yes, I'm playing Drake tonight. Going to lay the 7.5 against the Panthers. I got Belmont getting a point and a half at Murray State. And we wrap it up in the Big 12 Bedlam. Mm. Maybe for the final time at Oklahoma. Give me the Cowboys. Plus 3.5. You know I love to fade teams off big upset victories. Oklahoma, of course, did it against Alabama. I'm going to take the Cowboys plus the three. And a half. Uh, that's also the same t- time as uh, that's ESPN two for Bedlam uh, on the hardwood, and of course, um, Drake, you and I is on Bally Sports Midwest. If you're a Directv subscriber, channel six seventy one. Speaking of Bally Sports, we need to have a conversation about the potential that they're going to go bankrupt. Yeah, I've been reading about that. And all the payments that are due to the Tigers, the Twins. From Valley Sports? The Cardinals. They might not be there. Upwards of $55 billion a year that would not be there. Impactful. We'll dig in a little bit deeper here in the coming days and weeks. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Murph and Andy, they are five minutes away. They'll take you to 3 o'clock, and then Heather and Sean take you home to KXNO Drive weekdays from 3 until 6. We're Miller and Condon. You can hear Trent and I every single Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.